hey man it's been a really long time <laughs> let's try that again no you gotta keep that one that was great <laughs> that's a good one we'll start there oh, it has God. been a long time man i'm my hair is longer and i have more gray hairs in my beard nice is that a good thing or a bad thing do you do you think of uh, gray hairs as a uh, wisdom or do you think it's just like old age <laughs> Well, I use like a gray wash, wash them out in the shower. So I guess I don't think of them as very good right now. <laughs> you wash them out? Well, know you know, there's good. like a little beard dye. <laughs> you just dye your beard in the shower. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I see. It's pretty nice, actually. Works pretty well. Interesting. Just because they're splotchy right now. Once they're more significant and I do look like a wise guy, then I'll leave them. But right now I just look like I, I don't know, spilled some milk in a certain part of my beard. <laughs> Dude, I, I leave mine. I have a few gray hairs. My wisdom hairs, you know? There you go. <laughs> uh, man, we were just talking about this chat bot uh, right before we started. I know. It's pretty crazy, the chat AI. And I was just thinking how cool it would be. Um, it's like writing poetry. And like I told it to write a sonnet about an economic theory, the law of association. And it did an amazing job. And I was like... Man, I wonder if it could watch my build UI videos and generate like tweets or like clips of the video with subtitles or like, I don't know. This stuff is pretty cool. I also saw this other YouTube video about um, Descript. Is that the one that you use? Uh, I, I tried it. Remember, it was the one that was like munching things. Right. And it ended up not working for me. Right. But it looks really cool. And they have some like AI editing features where you can change the text and it you it uses your voice. It like will say new words that you didn't record in your voice because exactly. it, it knows yep. your voice from the video. So that's kind of incredible. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that eventually was it'll cool be able things. to use your face and like just make a video of you talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I won't even have to, I could be very tired and look terrible and record a video where I look awesome, you know? Yeah, it won't even be you. It'll be Wilson. It won't even, you know, you it'll just be, put Wilson in front yeah, of the camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Um, cool, man. Well, let's get into it. It's Friday afternoon here. Feeling pretty good. Uh, the week after Thanksgiving, I uh, had a good week off basically last week. Had my parents and brother in town, and we had a great time. Nice, man. Um, That's did awesome. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Uh, went to my in-laws. Uh, oh, Michigan? No, no, no. They they moved to Georgia. Oh. oh maybe you didn't know. I think uh, that's right. They did. Essential picture to be with Gator. Closer. <laughs> that's right. To be close to the kiddos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it was nice. Uh, I just played around, you know. Um, so it was No good. coding? No coding, man. No, I've been on a kind of a hiatus. We will get into it, but like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm tired. <laughs> why don't we, <laughs> why don't we start with you? Let's, let's hear an update. I guess it's been probably what, three weeks since we've recorded? Yeah, I think it's like four weeks, maybe. Four weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, I think this podcast podcast keeps me honest and keeps me up to date. And so I not having it has been <laughs> detrimental to my mm -hmm. progress. Um, but, you know, I was sort of in an exploration phase. Like, what am I going to do? Kind of thinking about other ideas. Um, I wish I could say that I've landed on something very concrete as to what I'm going to do next. Um, but, I, but not really. Like, I haven't. Um, what I have landed on is sort of continue doing more exploration and sh uh, like short things. So I had, a, you know, okay, let me give you more concrete, concrete ideas of what I'm talking about. So I started thinking, what if I just do, uh, you know, more training videos? And um, that is sort of where my head's at, by the way. Like, I think I'm going to do more educational content with software, with Elixir, because I know that. And I, there's so much knowledge there that I could share, I think. That I saw you make a video on Twitter. Yeah, that was just the spur of the moment, actually. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. It was cool to see you, but it's also, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I just, spur of the moment, I had seen uh, West Boss. It, I, didn't follow, I didn't follow West Boss in my uh, Twitter, but I someone liked it or linked it or something. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. I'll, you know, it's a, it's a nice way of sharing like a tidbit rather than just text and an image. Definitely. He does um, great at that. Yeah, yeah. So, And then I saw like he has a bajillion of those. I was like, oh. Yeah, that no, no, makes sense. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very popular. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I started thinking like ultimately where I landed is I think I'm going to do that. But sort of to, to give a little bit more context on the experimental uh, side of things that I was mentioning, as I was doing this, I, you know, like 
I started, there's things that about my workflow in terms of like newsletter writing um, that I don't like. And so I started exploring maybe building uh, an add-on for ConvertKit, which is what I currently use. Um, and then it started, I started thinking maybe this could even be sort of an add-on that could also be used for like Send in Blue or other, you know, newsletter software type things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of did a prototype, not a prototype, just something to like... Um, some rough coding that would make it work for myself. Um, it's like 90% there. Uh, and that was super fun. So that's one thing, like just kind of rediscovering, like I don't want to do this just for money, but also trying to, you know, sort of enjoy the process or enjoy the, the thing. So I'm wait, explain doing. to me what it's doing, the add-on. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't built it, just to be clear. It's just something for myself. So what it's doing is like... Um, I, I came up with an idea that I was, it was like, okay, what if I, I hate, you know, I, I don't like how ConvertKit works in particular, like the, the authoring of a newsletter. Yeah. Of a post of, uh, they call it, what do they call it? A broadcast. Broadcast, yeah. Right. I want to write Markdown. I think it's, it's sometimes, it kind of takes Markdown, but I don't like the spacing. It's just like weird. Like, oh I yeah. We use like, ConvertKit too. Every, and a lot of my friends do, and I, everyone feels exactly the same way. And so this is what I've been keep, keep keep hearing. Like I don't like how, like I don't you know especially from developers and stuff like that. I don't like how ConvertKit does this, but it's kind of like the best in the in the you know realm. Uh, and so I was like, nobody likes it. Like why don't I just create a new one? But I know the issue with these things is email de- de- deliverability, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the big the big challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was originally thinking of like, what if I create something that is made for developers and designers i mean it doesn't have to be but it's people who like writing in markdown who you have a you have a git repo you Mm -hmm. like when you push to master Mm -hmm. it reads from that it automatically creates a broadcast right like just Mm -hmm. like we do with deployments like it's basically Mm -hmm. good git push master right Mm -hmm. um so i like that flow and you could even use a pr flow right you could even think of a team and you're reviewing uh, you know mm-hmm. a, a, a um a broadcast and once you merge it it merges into master yep. deploys, version right? control yeah basically the version way you control. Do it if you had a personal blog post that was powered by markdown files in the repo exactly same flow yeah. right yeah. exactly and then like it's basically like the ideal writing experience yeah exactly it's my ideal writing experience yeah. and then you know i transformed that markdown into a nice html and you know, I started thinking like people could have, you know, preset, uh, you know, HTMLs or whatever. Like there's there's so many things you could do there. Um, and that's one side I didn't like about ConvertKit. The other side I didn't like is like, you know, they give you these forms, but they don't give you like the URL. So I had to like go into the form HTML and it's not that big of a deal, but like, you know, they, they make them so it's embeddable and I don't want to just like embed that thing. I just want the link because yeah. I'm going to make it my own, right? I'm a developer. Yeah, the sign-up like, form you're saying. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, dude, we, we're we you're we're in the same boat. We have a sign-up form on Build UI, the footer right now. And, you know, obviously we want it to match like our site and the brand and everything. And we had to just, basically, I think we, we might use some of their embed stuff, but then we changed it and reverse engineered an API endpoint. Exactly. At one point, we reverse engineered the API endpoint and did it like that. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, see, you're having the same problems that I'm having. Oh, so, dude, everyone does. Yeah. And, I'm ta- and so, this is what I wanted. I wanted to fix this. And so, I was talking to a friend about this, and he said, and I said, I don't know, like, you know, I'm once again diving into something that could be like huge, right? Yeah, I was gonna say, what does this have to do with writing content tutorials for Elixir? Yeah, exactly. Where, well, <laughs> it's because I started right, like I wanted to sure. write more, and sure. it's like, but this thing bothers me, right? Sure. Uh, because I, when I write a blog post, like I feel like I have a flow, but then if I have to uh, send a broadcast about that blog post to people, it's a pain. It, like yeah. there's an actual friction that I, mm-hmm. I hate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but this is a huge thing, right? Like. Doing mm-hmm. this would be a monumental, gigantic effort. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to a friend and he said, uh, does ConvertKit have an API? And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Like maybe they do. Um, and sure enough, they did. And so does Blue and other places like that. So you could they, use the API to create a broadcast and send over the content from an output of something that you make. Exactly. So the idea yeah. became, what if I create an add-on that is, um, you write a markdown, you, you know, you auth with github or whatever and then we just and you do the, the flow you just push to github mm-hmm. we grab that file we turn it into a nice html or what in that case we turn it into whatever your default html in convert kit is mm-hmm. and we send it out um so that's 90 percent of their the 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 
way there. The only problem or a big problem is that ConvertKit's broadcast API is pretty new. And so they don't support uh, like tags. <laughs> so if I send a broadcast, I send it to all uh, all the subscribers and I have, you know, but... I have subscribers to my newsletter, I have subscribers to like uh, mm -hmm. testing live view to subscribers to TDD right. Phoenix. So like, I don't sure. want to send one broadcast to everyone. I actually, so you could, but, but you can, you, you, you've built this and you can upload the content. Yeah. Yeah. No, I sent, I, and Holy I transformed smokes. the markdown into HTML and I did all that stuff. Wow. Really? Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So yeah, you could cool. create the broadcast and then just go to convert kit to send it, you know? Yeah, you could create it in a draft mode or something like that. Yeah, or you just create a broadcast, but don't send it. I mean, that's what happens when you create a broadcast. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's why they call it draft. Yeah, draft yeah. mode, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty awesome, dude. Sweet, thanks. <laughs> I was like, not even going to do it. I'm not sure. I mean, I'll, you know, I think I'm going to do it because... You I, could try it for yourself and see if it works. I mean, if it's, I mean, personal pain points can be a great source of uh, inspiration for a new business, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that'd be pretty dope. You know, it reminds me of like those thread, thread, tweet thread creator websites, th uh, Typefully, where you, you know, give you a better writing experience for authoring a tweet thread. And then you just click publish and it goes to Twitter. But in this case, you just, you're doing it in your kind of um, you interface that is tailor made for developers, basically. Yeah. And people who want to write in Markdown, and then you just click publish or whatever, upload, and then and then you go to ConvertKit to do all the tags and everything. But I mean, that is the biggest pain point in uh, in ConvertKit is the whole authoring testing flow. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it, there's the the HTML you generate like it's probably pretty complicated. There's probably some technical stuff there to make it, it work with emails because like that's part of the value of like a convert kit is that you get to write in the rich text editor and then they convert things to layout like layouts to tables and stuff like that you know mm -hmm. or whatever it is yeah. um yeah oh gosh yeah we'd have to i'd have to kind of so test, to test all, that. Of, all of those different iterations sure. yeah um, but it's a cool idea i mean dude I, adam back in the day when he was doing info product stuff said like if he was going to start a new business that would have been one of the ones that he wanted to start would be yeah, just a competitor with ConvertKit because it's like, you know, it's just not good software. Um, yeah. And especially if you're writing technical emails with code samples and syntax highlighting, oh, you're done. I mean, you basically, you just do pictures, you know. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> I, I, that's what I did. Even this. then, it's limited. Um, I mean, I get emails, like marketing emails from like clothing stores that I like, and they look great and they're complicated and there's lots of photography in them. And like the idea of trying to build something like that with ConvertKit is a nightmare, but I would love to be able to code something up like that uh, in Tailwind or whatever, and then make a little responsive web page and then just use that as an email, um, you know, you're, which is effectively kind of what you're saying, which is you start with the markdown, but then you still get a web page. So if I, it's basically like if HTML is the common, um, you know, protocol that goes between the two. There's a lot you could do there, but, right. but that, but, but yeah, back to the developer focused one with markdown and syntax highlighting for code blocks. That would be huge. Yeah. What do you think about, um, what do you think, um, about image uploading as a question have like, you know, if you write markdown, you can include an image link, right? right. Like, um, right. So like but, I I think the ideal authoring experience is what GitHub does, you know, you drop a image in and it drops in the markdown link for an image, the tag, and it shows it uploading and then it flips over and then it's uploaded. So it it replaces the source. Yeah, with for the sure. source on GitHub. That would um, require that would require uh, me to have a UI, yes. right? Like the, the for way you to have a UI and for you to have like an S three bucket where you put the images and then somehow serve them. And so I don't know this is where like rules of email stuff come into play because if ConvertKit sends an email to Sam at Gmail from Herman at Gmail and the email contains images that are like pointing to your domain or something, I don't know if that's a problem. Like I, I don't know if they need to be moved over to ConvertKit or where ConvertKit hosts assets that it serves in emails if that's, you know, so that's kind of, that's kind of part of it, but sure. From yeah, the actual I guess, UI perspective, that's what I would want. Exactly what GitHub does. Right, one hundred percent. No, no, no. I I agree one hundred percent with that, and I've done that before actually. Mm -hmm. um, oh, cool. 
yeah that that um that experience the no, inline the text line with the tag yeah yep, yep that's yep. cool um the thing though that i no, the thing that i'm talking about is like i don't even have a ui i mean i would have a ui maybe for settings mm-hmm. but like you're just writing in your text editor sure right and so when you want to upload an image like you don't you know you're in you're in right. what you use vs code right right and so that maybe it's not a that's big a deal like maybe you yeah <laughs> maybe i think eventually it. i mean if i could snap my fingers i i think i would want to be in a web interface that is basically like writing a comment in a github issue um because then it can be saved there it can be moved from draft to published or i can preview it on an iphone or in an email bra- in different mail clients on different devices you know all yeah. that sort of stuff interesting because um, a lot of times what i do is when when we send our build ui emails it's like i'll you know send a test email open it on my phone open it on my uh, mail app on my laptop you know what i mean Mm-hmm. So those are all things that you'd eventually want. But to start, yeah, just give me a markdown file or a markdown text and um, boom, you know. That's interesting. Yeah, see. Yeah, I, I like more like I want to write on my text editor, you know. Yeah, I do like I, I like doing that too. I mean, for Build UI right now, each one of our videos has a summary and it's like a good amount of writing. So I do that in my editor and I like that because I use Vim and everything. Right. Um, but we don't have like images in there. And that would be a pain. And actually yesterday I was working on one that we just published and I was like, oh, it'd be nice to drop an image in the summary right here, but I'm not going to because it's just, you know, it's annoying. Yeah. Whereas if I was in GitHub, I could, uh, a web UI, I could just drop it in and be awesome. Um, I wonder if, I wonder what you think of if in the UI, I just had a place where you upload an image and mm -hmm. it just gives you a markdown link. Right, right. You could do that. We used to do that in Thavad's blog. Like it was Mm -hmm. all markdown in GitHub. And uh, if you wanted an image, you'd open up this UI we had, and you just drop an image there and give right. you a, Gives you a link. link. Yep. So I could do that. That's interesting. But yeah, I mean, I, honestly, this is like this came out of just thinking about you know just trying to do more uh, education. Just like I'm not sure what I'm going to do right now. I just want to yeah. like teach as much as I can. Maybe do more. I'm probably going to do more uh, educational content. Um, probably courses. But if, you know, something like this comes up where I'm feeling pain points because of something sure. I'm doing, then, I you know, it could be interesting, uh, interesting to tackle. I think the the other thing is I was about to dive into these things, um, but I stopped myself because uh, <laughs> we're about to have our third child. Wow. Congrats, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it's in the next week or two. <laughs> so so I figured I shouldn't start anything that I can't you know that I can't finish. So, you know, I think diving into something big right now is not a good idea for me. I'm going to be stressed and I'm going to be wanting to do it and like I want to spend time with the baby. Uh I'm working part-time right now and part of the idea of me continuing to work part-time uh is to spend the other part with the baby. So, sure. Um so yeah, I don't know. I think uh, for for now until the new year, I'm probably going to try to just you know, write more and share more things like the thing I did on Twitter, just like little videos and um just kind of explore that that space and um you know, see if I want to do more uh, educational content and if I have energy, maybe I will do. Like or if it bothers me a lot, <laughs> I will continue working on that workflow so that I can mm-hmm. uh, you know, author uh broadcasts and convert kit in a nicer way. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was going to say kind of like zooming out a little bit, you know. Um, what is, like, what are some of the goals? But I guess you, you just kind of answered that. Um, yeah. I don't know. The answer yeah, is I like don't you're know. You're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a good question. You're working actually, part-time, right? You're working part-time right now? Yeah, part-time. Um, part-time and it's So like good. 20 hours a week, basically? Yeah. And it's good uh, and your health is good and everything. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm doing it. And it's good. it's good because I get tired sometimes and the like in the yeah. at three PM I'm like, Yeah, I'm done. You know. Right. Because I'll sometimes stay in my computer and do some other stuff. But mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's good to do part time right now. And once the baby comes, that's why I don't want to have something because I know myself, I'll have something in my head that I want to do and like I wanna be doing it even though the baby's here and I wanna be able to take my time yeah. and, and not be super stressed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But cool. I, I I do um I do 
I, I listened to an episode uh, from a long time ago from startups for the rest of us where they do their goals uh, for the new year. So I don't know. I mm-hmm. thought that might be a cool thing to to do goals. And then at the next year, you revisit the goals and see if you met them um, or not. Not that it's that important, but uh, we could do that maybe end of December or January. If you're mm, that's a good idea. So, Yeah, I was going to say my only feedback is like, uh, I think we both do this where it's like seeing things through is tough, you know, and getting interested in new things or whatever. So I was, I was trying to think if there's like some actions you can take here that will help sometimes action. Like sometimes when you don't know what to do, like just taking action is a nice way to figure it out. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? And so like you were doing, right. And thinking about different things and you were doing great on the writing, the blog post, the weekly blog post. Um, are you still doing that? No, no, I, I'm not writing weekly. Um, yeah, yeah. I, then that's sort of where I want to get back to, like more writing or video. Like if it's not a the video stuff is good. Do yeah, something. Yeah, the video stuff is good, and it sticks out on Twitter. And you're good enough at making it that yours stands out from just whatever else is out there. Yeah. Um. So I think it's fine to. I guess it's like. I mean, teaching Elixir and becoming known for teaching Elixir is different than building an email thing. But if you're exploring interesting side projects like the email thing, I think it's okay if you do it in public, if you share for sure. your journey in public and you work through problems in public. You're not giving advice. You're not trying to sell anything or market anything you're just you know you're just working through things in public um and that will be a good use of your time like uh, instead of yeah going on another month exploratory journey and coming out with like not only no content but also yeah you're just not really making you're kind of just pushing an inch in every direction you know sure yeah and it doesn't get me anywhere no i I agree and that's kind of why i like i want to do I want to. It doesn't matter what at this point. Like diving yeah, something the, and kind of, kind of feeling pick, okay. Just pick this. something and just stick with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole idea with the stair step thing is that the teaching is the good first stair step, even if what you eventually do is build a competitor to convert kit or something or an integration. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's, it's yeah, it's more like buying your time and also like right. learning marketing and learning all these other right. skills that we don't, you know, that you don't have at first. It's like right, you know how to code, but do you know how to do marketing and sales and all that other stuff? So right, yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway. Well, I think it, I think it'll be good to we'll do, definitely pod next week and get back on the weeklies and and see how you're thinking about this evolves. But like, um. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the baby comes, but <laughs> right, right, right. That's very true. <laughs> but I'll let true. you know then too. That's yeah, yeah, very yeah. true. But how's but, it going um, with you, man? Yeah. I want to hear go- an update from your side. It's it's going good, you know. Some ups, some downs, as to, as usual, as usual. Um, but we've been getting customers every week, so that's been good. It's awesome. Um, I think we're at like thirty nine or forty customers, something like that. Oh wow, that's awesome. I don't, I don't remember what we were at last time. Six, Probably four, like, something like that. Last time we talked, yeah, on the podcast. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, I that's think so. pretty dope. Yeah, Look yeah. at that. I mean, it, it, seems like <laughs> a, it seems like it never moves for me just because it's a long journey, but that's cool. No, I know we've been, we've been, we kind of had this idea of like if we got five customers a week just at the beginning, you know, we had talked about that, that would feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. And people like the content and we're making content enough that they don't churn, that would be good. Um, and so um, that's, that's a good kind of ballpark. And so I guess that's, that's pretty close to where we are. Um, I, I just published, uh, our seventh video on the site. So, you know, we had a week off for Thanksgiving. Um, and so came out a little bit later than I was hoping, but, uh, did get seven out yesterday and I was really proud of it too. It was a good one. Um, nice. So the course is up to like two and a half hours. I think we're going to do one more and then I want to make new content, like a different series, like a My First Remix app, something like that. So yeah. that'll be nice because we've had some people subscribe, watch, and then, you know, some people can't, we've had a couple cancellations. I people say, you know, uh, yeah, a couple churn, yep, 
for sure. Probably four people or five people, something like that. And they said, yep, just was trying it out. Going to check it later or it's too expensive or, um, Interesting. you know, cause it's early. It's an, in, yeah. in the, the cell, the call to action is it still even says that it's the early days. But, uh, once someone gave me really good feedback, which was like, well, they, we were just talking and it was like, I don't understand. Can I buy the course? Like, is it ready? Um, why would I pay a subscription for just one course? Right. So it's still, it's just like the hardest part. Like all of these problems basically related to this topic that we've had in the last year, um, or sorry, in the last month, um, will be fixed with more videos. So that's what I've been trying to focus on. Um, because once we have multiple series or multiple courses, we still haven't decided what we're calling them. I think we're gonna call them courses, but once we have multiple courses and videos coming out more regularly and more frequently, uh, it'll make sense why, you know, it's uh, matching the subscription model. So right. I'd like, I'm eager to get to the second course. That's a long way of saying I'm eager to start another course so we can update the homepage, show two different courses. It can be clear. You get all this, you know, all that good stuff. That makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. And, and it's interesting to hear that people are confused. Like I did not expect that to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're like, why would I pay $29 a month for, for a course? I'm like, I would like I- for one, for one course for like a fixed amount of videos, because it's, it wasn't necessarily clear that there was other videos coming soon. I mean, uh, we have videos that say that on there right now. We actually don't, but it's like, it's also that the email list, um, which I began lat, you know, at the beginning, like in, March was talking about was announcing a course that was right. going to be coming out for frame promotion. And now there's like a website called build UI, you know what I mean? It's just different. And yeah. so people were confused about that. That makes sense. That makes sense. And if they thought it was a single course, like why am yeah. I paying a subscription for this? Course? Exactly. Like, just tell me when it's done. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I see. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. But it, it's fine. I mean, there's enough people who, you know, we've talked to and who understand it that they're finding it and subscribing it and liking the videos and stuff. So that's awesome. That's very cool. We'll keep tweaking it. Thanks man. Yeah, it's great. It's over a thousand dollars a month. That's awesome. From build UI, which is a nice little milestone kind of felt real when it got to that point. Yeah. Um, so I guess 10 K is like the next, I guess five K is a good, another good milestone to hit. Yeah, Um, that's awesome. That's good milestones. Like a thousand a month is not, it's not peanuts. Yeah, totally. Totally. It'll be nice when it surpasses Ember maps revenue, which is hovering around 5,000. Wow. uh, Just from our existing customers. Yeah, that would be incredible. That Mm -hmm. is probably a big milestone, right? Like that's a big milestone. Ember map. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. you can bring in the Ember map people, but it's like, exactly. It's a successful Ember map 2.0 launch, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. And then I guess 10 would be the next one. And then I think 14 would be a huge one because 14 was the highest that we had ever gotten Ember Map to. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you have all this historical context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the one I'm really looking forward to is the one that will let us escape consulting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a bit further down the road. But um, no, it's going well. And uh, yeah, so yeah, those are some ups um, and, and some downs, I guess, just not as, as many videos. You know, thought a lot from our last conversation about making more content, making shorter content. Had some good talks oh, like about two weeks ago with some folks that we do consulting with. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Hassan, actually, who who's really knows a lot about the content game and good promotion and what works on social media. And it all comes back to the same thing. You know, we need to bump up our our quantity, but there's ways to do it that don't involve as much of a lift as sometimes like I think it will. So do you have any, if, any concrete examples of that? Well, just like a 30 second video of Twitter and maybe it's all, like, we're already doing so much. Like the video I published yesterday has so much information in it. Like there is so much in there. And the question is how to turn it into bite-sized things that are valuable and meet people where they're at on twitter like oh yeah so this is this is how it all started we when we had put up lessons five and six Uh we sent out an email and we made lesson five free because the email list you know has people who aren't subscribers yet and so yeah it's just part of the whole thing right it's like we have two new lessons ready lesson five is free lesson six is part of uh, build ui pro and so, you know, did that. And then I tweeted out the same thing, basically. And, um, you know, it's just funny. Like, you tweet 
this 25 minute on the one hand it's it's funny you tweet out a 25 minute video and you say it's free for the next two days you would think people would be excited about that on the other hand it's like <laughs> if i saw that on twitter i don't have time to watch a 25 minute video it's like there's That's true this issue of and also if it was from someone i didn't know like i'm not gonna do that because first of all there's nothing there really capturing my attention i mean it was a single tweet and i tried to make it interesting but it's just not really meeting me where i'm at and second i don't really know you and so i don't necessarily trust that this is going to be worth 25 minutes of my time so the the people who are our customers and like what we have to say and want to hear more and learn from us already know and trust us right so much that they pay us every month right and they're our customers and they can't wait for the next video because there's so much in there, right? Um, they have decided, it's just like us, you know, anyone with TV show you like, YouTuber you like, you have decided like you, this is worth my time, right? And you, okay. you have that belief and then you either confirm or reject that belief over time. And the more videos you watch, you're like, yeah, when I see a new video from here is when I spend my time and it's worth it. And, um, a 25 minute video that's dense and full of all this stuff is perfect for those people. And that's part of the core product. But like even my YouTube, that's not really what people are there for I me. Mean, sometimes it is, but there's also like the trust is at a different level. So you could, you could put the trust that you've built up with in like a ladder and like maybe the people who are my customers, you know, like I'm thinking of, um, you know, Steve from like, uh, tailwind with his design tips like i've gotten so much value over out of those things like anything steve puts out i'm gonna spend time reading it i'm gonna look at it because i've built that over time and right. um you know or like you know an author you love what they put out you're gonna read it so that's like the top the the top of the trust ladder or whatever then there's a step down which is youtube and i have people i like on youtube but i'll just watch little things here and there even my favorite youtubers i haven't watched all of their videos right um because when I'm in that context, like, you know, what am I doing? I'm not necessarily going through a series like I would uh, watching Breaking Bad, where I'm watching every single minute with my full attention. It's different. Maybe I want to be entertained. Maybe I just want to look at something interesting. I see. So, you, you know, the YouTube is more like that. I have. Well, I sometimes it what, is. Yeah. Sometimes it is. And sometimes that's what people are looking for. Um, and the point is really that the different channels and the different audiences and even within the cha same channel uh, or even the same person on a different day is in a different context. And so, you know, there's like this, this kind of like the, the pyramid and, or a funnel, I guess in the traditional kind of marketing funnel thing, but it's, it's really more like uh, this, there's an analogy here. I'll have to think about it and come up with a better one, but there's, yeah, different the, levels the 25, of trust, right? there's different levels of trust and there's different contexts that people are in. Yeah. And uh, at the bottom, the most trust, like let's think of it as a pyramid. 25 minute video is like, I want to know when that's there and I'm going to watch it. That's fine. But when you're scrolling Twitter on your phone, you don't want to watch a 25 minute video. But a right. tip that's 30 seconds is interesting. And on Twitter, you're maybe looking to just be a combination of entertained and stay up to date with some news. And so grabbing your attention is more important. Like build UI doesn't necessarily have to grab your attention in the first second, the way a tweet does. And, yeah, but, that's but that's like just acknowledging the context and the people. And also if you're on Twitter and you don't know me or don't know build UI, which most people don't, then grabbing their attention is actually important. And it's not to make a thing, a clickbait, Thing. it's because if i think i have something worthy of their attention that could help someone who's potentially could stand to benefit from what we're teaching then putting that effort into make something that actually grabs their attention is like part of the teaching and service that's going on like that's that's actually the goal is to make an impact on those people they've never heard about me they're not sitting at their computer at work trying to implement a carousel on fair motion so <laughs> a link to a 25 minute video is not serving them right um, yeah yeah right and there's two right there's two ways to look at it one is like you could be this uh right like you're trying to uh 
just create addiction or something but the other one is like no it's uh we're, we're, you're really trying to serve them uh where they're at and trying to uh, you know educate them in very concentrated format enough mm-hmm. so that they can like maybe you know if they're interested in more they, they can kind of absolutely uh, follow you and stuff like that absolutely absolutely and like you know the business like we want to teach it's the it's the thing that adam always says about his business which he quotes mm-hmm. disney you know we don't make money we don't make movies to make money we make money so that we can make movies we're trying to su- create a sustainable business that allows us to teach but teaching is what we want to do i mean if i didn't have to do anything i would still be teaching in some form I've basically been doing it since i was you know uh whatever 19 years old or 18 years old that's what i love to do and so uh but the the thing is like meeting people where they're at is part of the teaching thing but it's also part of and, and grabbing their attention is also is part of the teaching and serving them but it's it's also the way to build trust so if someone is scrolling twitter and they don't know me then they don't have any trust they don't want to build a carousel and i can watch a 25 minute video so the way to get them there uh as someone who could potentially learn from me right is is to move them along that trust ladder and so the first step is like exactly what you saw with west boss doing or what you you did in your video make something that grabs their attention that's useful valuable but it's in a format that makes sense and it meets them where they're at in the context that they're at so this it it just struck me and it's something i've known intellectually but i think i think there was like this moment of humility i talked about this with like a lot of people for like a week (laughs) because it was on my mind because i was frustrated with the the long videos taking a long time, feeling like I'm not doing it right, seeing other people who are killing it and feeling like, am I even like good at this? Like this is, it's re- it's just really hard for me when that stuff happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's this formula that we have from Ember Map and just from the way we've done things in the past where I'm gonna take as, you know, whatever it takes to make like the best video I can and setting aside like the perfectionist stuff it's like this is you know in order to teach this concept i need like 20 25 minutes and i'm going to prepare the crap out of it and it's going to be like the best thing i can version of this i can do mm-hmm. and that's like what i want to teach and that's how i think people should learn this particular topic but this whole other aspect which is like all of the 99 percent of people that aren't in that last bucket um and seeing other people do like hot tips or little tweets or whatever and feeling like, okay, that's great for them. It's not my style. It's, it's not for, it's not what I want to do. There was like this moment of humility where I was realizing that like, if my goal is to start a business, a business is about serving people and it's driven by what they are, their preferences and their desires and, and how they learn and, and how they, um, use the internet right and and browse the internet and what they do with their time and so if i'm not willing to be humble and say okay well they're going to go to this other person or they're going to go do this with their time because that grabbed their attention and from their estimation it was serving their needs better in that moment and i can't just say like oh well i only care about people who are going to sit down and watch a 25 minute youtube video when i publish it right it's like there's a there's a humility moment there where it's like we had this format it worked well for ember map the world's a little different now we we have to change but it's not we can't just stay the same and do the same thing and if it's not i mean it's it's working in some sense but in another sense it just recognizes giant underserved part that where the answer is you know among other things more shorter content uh more stuff more sawdust from the stuff that we already do so that was like yeah. a journey I went on over the last two, like, I guess two weeks ago. I think that's interesting. I do wonder if there's uh, a way to differentiate here. Like, it's not like you're trying. I, I'm not sure. I'm this maybe half question, half statement um, as it comes out of my brain. But it's not like you're trying to change the length of your videos, right? Like, you're not talking because I think having high quality videos, is, all things being equal, is probably better that's not um, changing yeah 
Right. And, it's and more you're talking about, about more like the distribution, not the distribution, sorry. More like, yeah, it's really the like different the levels, the acquisition. different ladders of the, yeah, acquisition. Yeah. It's like, but how do you get people, how do you signal to people, right? That's the thing. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of, and so you have to differentiate and you have to find a way to signal to people, look, what I've, what I'm creating is really valuable. It's helpful mm-hmm. for you. Um, and unfortunately, I think, you know, if, based on the medium, depending on the medium, Twitter being a something for consuming, you know, only a few characters or very quick things. Like if we're going to, if you're going to post on Twitter, it's got to be attention grabbing. And I think that's sort of the medium. It's not necessarily like that the times have changed, I guess. I mean, it's just sort of one of the primary mediums you're, you're using to reach people. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I guess I don't, I don't want you to like, I, I guess, so no, but it's, so here's the journey. It's not about changing build UI because that's still at the bottom. That's right. still going to stay there, and that's what our customers right, right, right. ultimately want. That's the kind of that the kind of business we want to build too. It's more about um, it's about seeing the what works on Twitter and the people who are really good about it and disentang. I think in the past, honestly, it's just been easy for me to be like or like clickbaity head title like titles and thumbnails on YouTube. It's like that stuff yeah. works a lot of times. And in the past, it's been easy. I think for me, I think there's like a personality thing here as well, where it's like, I feel like I know the best way to teach this thing. And so I let that get in the way. And I just say, oh, well, yeah, I'm not doing this, like, whatever you want to call it, like lower brow clickbaity stuff, because that's, you know, just to kind of whatever, like the cynical take about just what gets clicks. Um, sure. we're not going to do that because that's not like what we're trying to build. But then I jump to this level where I would say, okay, so then we're not going to do that at all. But the, the reality is you can disentangle, right? The, the quality of the content and the style of the content from the aspects that these people get right, which is that they're meeting people where they're at and they're grabbing their attention, which is important if you actually want to have an impact on them. And so that's where I want us to go. And when I say we need to change, like, something needs to change this is what i'm talking about we're, we're still going to make the same build ui videos that, that's the courses that we want to build and we think benefit people and teams most but something else needs to change in terms of basically more content right and in a way that meets people in more areas um because that's 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 like the strategy right that's right. like the strategy we want to try and it could it could look different too in other ways but like you know that's yeah that's and finding our style along this whole way as well yeah exactly yeah and i i I like the distinction you made there you said like you're trying to you need to disentangle the like yeah just because it's clickbaity right like people do clickbaity stuff that's like awful and so we could like shun that and then uh you know go the complete opposite polar opposite and say we're not going to even do anything remotely like right you're saying like that's the wrong lesson yeah it's important to disentangle and get like what are why are these things working and like how do we do it in a way that maintains our integrity right because right. like yeah I, I hate those things i hate the like 10 ways to do this or whatever and it's like right uh, it's just like so clickbaity and it just doesn't feel like i don't want to do it because i feel i don't like it like uh, you know it's fine if other people feel comfortable doing it i just don't particularly yeah feel but then if you way. pay attention to your behavior like and you actually notice what you check out you know again it's <laughs> right. like clickbait is such an easy yeah and it's that's why they do it yeah (laughs) yeah but but clickbait is an easy way i think to dismiss it whereas again Mm. just being a little humble and saying well actually it's not first of all it's not easy to do that second of all clickbait really is about the derogatory version is really about you know a piece of content or a link or a video that promises one thing and doesn't deliver they got you to click it right right and and the the bad feeling the bad taste that people have in their mouth is when the content doesn't deliver and you know they're they're feeling regret for having invested the time in it it's like if rotten tomatoes gave a movie a 99 percent says the best movie of the decade and you go and watch it you'll feel like you've been baited into watching it and you'll be frustrated and resentful or whatever because uh it didn't deliver so but people who grab your the people who do things that grab your attention and deliver on the promise right, right. and the thing that got yeah. your attention you are is is great like you know um 
again, like for just thinking of some of Adam's products as an example, refactoring UI, everything I had wish I'd known from a designer when I was like designing my own thing as a developer and it delivers like that's what the, the product delivers on it. So we're never not going to make that just point like that all our, right. our stuff will never put a piece of content out that to our best ability delivers on the promise of it. It's just more about we need to meet people where they're at and create content that does capture their attention and also can deliver on the promise and create value in smaller ways too, just so that we're more top of mind to people because yeah, yeah. we can't tweet out a link to a free video once every two weeks and expect that, that, that is like, that mm -hmm. is just, it's like me centered and me thinking and self-focused, right. Instead of like thinking about our users really. And like the people we want to serve, it's not really serving them. Right. right. So right. yeah, that's, that's something that I thought a lot about, and I'm still, I don't know if I'm, I think it's hard for me to change. I think <laughs> it's hard for all of us, man. <laughs> I think, um, I'm good. There's a lot of things in life that come naturally to me and I'm good at figuring out. And I do know the right answer and the right way to do things. It's in my head. You know, I can, the answer is in my head. So like if I'm learning programming, like I know on my own with Google, I can figure things out and I can get better or whatever a lot of the times. So or, you know, in school, I, I was good at school and, and, and a lot of those things you figure out on your own. But this is feels very different. And so it feels like an uncomfortable uh, part of the business building process for me, you know. Um, yeah. But like the reality is it's like, yeah, I need to change. And so what would that look like? Maybe, yeah, creating a short piece of content a short video a tweet from the video that i just published and it's going to feel uncomfortable to put it out because i'm going to want it to be like a bigger longer like whatever you know something more substantial in my mind but like i need to start trying it right and you know um it's just like like the youtube stuff too it's also kind of involved like with scoping down or whatever it's like if i need to publish a youtube video every week because people want to see that they'd rather see that than like a perfect quote unquote perfect YouTube video every six months, which is not even a thing. Again, that's very like me focused. They'd rather come to YouTube and see something new from Sam. Like they like hearing me and what I have to say. So they'd rather see something, even if it's, um, you know, a messy process video or, or just a work, a thinking out loud while I'm working on a problem. Right. Um, right. so if that's, is what people are after, then that's where the like some of the discomfort comes in. So, um, yeah, I, that was kind of rambling, but I hope that hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I appreciate you sharing. I think it's like it's helpful, um, especially. I mean, it's helpful for us, I think, to just <laughs> make these things verbal. Um, mm -hmm, definitely, but also, dude. you know, sharing since it's a podcast, like just you know, just the things we learn and the things, like you said, it kind of it's like a humility like humble dude is kind of like oh gosh like i have to admit to myself yeah that i'm realizing these things and maybe you know my my perception of how things were or not and you know it's changing and maybe it wasn't as accurate as i, I think mm -hmm. now it is and all this stuff so no i think it makes sense i think it makes sense it's it's a struggle man i i um i dislike all kinds of things that i consider shady but now this you know the shady like advertising type thing but that's also because i think we're developers and maybe we tend to dislike these things a little bit more and so it's helpful to sort of have a a check on you know let's what if we put our guards down and think about it like you're saying and you know think about it from a different perspective like it's, it's it is a different just, perspective and i don't even shady yeah, i don't even share that particular i mean of course they're shady marketing and advertising exists, but I actually don't feel that way about the marketing. I like, um, right. Like no, typically not. Yeah. Yeah. People who again are, are sharing a lot about what they're doing. If there's somebody that I want more from, then I'm eager to see what they're exactly. working on. And I'm, it, yeah. and it's valuable to me to see that stuff. Um, yeah. And I think you so, know what? you know, the react team, like the updates to react that have been coming up and that have been coming to next, right? If I was paying for react and next, <laughs> I would want to see more. I, I want to see more from them. Right. Yeah. And so if they're talking about stuff, that is a form of marketing, but it's totally fine. But I, so I'm not really talking about, you know, a risk here of me and Ryan 
descending into like sneaky marketing tack. It's it's not about that. Right. It's about right. It's about people who want to see more. Um, and I'm gonna go and try to make something like a 30 second Twitter video, and I'm gonna start. You know, I just spent three days on a build UI video or whatever, right? And I take a lot of time to make sure the code's good because people are gonna like use it in their projects, blah blah blah. And then I'm like, well, I can't just make a quick thing because yeah, it's like it's like sloppy. That's it's it's unfinished. It's it's messy. But like again, flip it around. I want to see the messy work. That's the part of the work. That's part of the value. And so it's just being comfortable with that. Um, yeah, it's just being comfortable with that. You know. Yeah, and I think what strikes me about the people I like to follow who do this kind of thing, who like. I, I guess I wouldn't necessarily consider it like I don't consider that shady marketing, right? Like, no, of course not. Like shady. you're saying, no, it's, because it's, but it it's is well marketing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. No, and I yeah. think the uh, looking into my own assumptions, I think what I'm assuming there is that they're genuine and that's like normal for them. Sure, maybe sure. it's not right. Like maybe it's not. Maybe it's a thing that they have. Like that's another good point about this because like other folks, like course creators and t- teachers on twitter that i admire and follow and i just see them absolutely killing it and that's when i'm like Dude, what am i doing am i even in the right thing right i'm not like a very online person like if i learn something my first instinct isn't to go to twitter and share it like about my life or just share things right. about my life that's just not i'm just not i don't spend a lot of time on like you know like discord slacks or discord servers for like react and stuff there, there are a lot of people who do like I actually thrive so much more in person and it's actually, you know, I think I would do a lot better in an office environment in a lot of ways with a team. And it, it, those kinds of things play more to my strengths than me being a business owner who, you know, delivers content online. Right. But so it's not naturally natural for me to expose and share this stuff. And just work out loud to an online audience of people I don't know. I connect much better in person, and I just tip, I just naturally don't spend a lot of time online, like in ways that a lot of people in the development community do. Um, yeah. But that's like the hand I've been dealt. This is like what, and this is the business we're trying to build. And I do want to impact a lot of people and reach them. But I, it comes back to the discomfort part, and um, you know, of, of just like okay, so you know, there's going to be some things that need to change. And if that's going to be more, it's not going to happen naturally, then maybe there are some tactics and strategies I can do so that I can ensure that it happens. Because I I do think there are some people who just naturally, you know, work out loud more and they're just going to share every thought online. Um, I mean, there's a whole spectrum, right, of people. But I'm thinking of some like open source folks that I used to like, you know, they there's just people who do that more. It comes more naturally or whatever. So anyways, um, kind of on the same lines of what we were talking about at the beginning with like taking action steps to make the change instead of overthinking it. I just get into overthinking mode so much. So I do want to try to share something from the video yesterday by the end of today because there's a couple more hours in the day and uh, maybe next week we can talk about yeah it would be fun to talk about some specific things that i could just just to force myself to do it because i know right now like all the stuff we just talked about is kind of abstract and high level and there's many different strategies we could use to achieve that right to grow um that kind of the what did you call it the not attention like but the um just getting yeah, just basically the top of the funnel or whatever. There's yeah, lots of different strategies that could be used to get there. I just want to pick one and try it out. And it's going to feel weird, but I want to do that more. Because, right, and, and the strategy I want to do is basically more volume right now. Like, even if at, at the expense of some quality or whatever, like if I could take a week to make a tweet, but I can't do that along with everything else, then like we're going to do the best tweet we can in a day or something like that, or, or best 30 second video. That's going to, that's kind of what I think the first, my first actual next step is going to be. So we just made a video. It's 25 minutes on build UI. The subscribers are going to get to watch it, but I want to find something useful, genuinely useful. I mean, there's so many good things in there, but I want to find something and basically turn it into something that I can tweet out. Right. And I normally wouldn't do that, but like, I want to do that. And it's not to get people to come by the video. Right. That's the whole point is it's it's not a marketing lead or 
what do they call content marketing that yeah. that's not really the spirit of it it's more like there are like two like there's like a a hundred things here that could really help a lot of the people who follow me on twitter and there's such a small percentage of those people who are actually going to watch this entire video so maybe i can find something that i think will be really valuable and share it you know yeah. um i mean and that will help them and that's what the goal is like that's why people follow me because they get tips for this stuff you know so right that's 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 what i'm going to try doing yeah i i will say i don't uh, it's not necessarily bad that you want to share it so that people go and well no i don't or watch no no, no. Like, of course eventually right. that's the yeah. goal because that's going to be what sustains all this work right um but i mentioned just, that yeah. there's a lot of value in the video and right so right right, they right, go right. And watch it kind of thing no so. for sure for sure for sure um, yeah but yeah so anyways it's just easy this is an area where the answer's not in my head i have to see what works i have to look at what works for other people and then take the pieces that are serving and then find adapt it to my own style so it's not i'm gonna be like sam reacts to the latest drama what you know what i'm saying it's, there, <laughs> yeah. but there's an aspect of that which is that that's what people are looking for so i have to figure out what people are looking for figure out what we have to offer in our style and make it happen right and the other thing that my friend hassan said was like like we've talked about this a bunch and he's like man you should have like so many more people should know about you i didn't know about you until you start consulting with us and um mm. he's like i love i've learned so much from you and it's crazy to me that i don't I haven't seen you around more he's like the people i i follow because he's kind of like newer in programming he's like the people i follow and, and see i mean they're everywhere i see them everywhere right they're just yeah. top of mind because they're always out there in places where i spend my time and you're not and i'm like i know and he and so he's like I think sometimes you're overthinking how much work is involved to be out there because you're already doing all this work for the videos and other things and you can make it a lot simpler than maybe you're thinking. So that's kind of another aspect of this. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's like uh, once you've published a video, for example, just to kind of more concrete, once you publish a video, maybe the... <laughs> The big, biggest bang per buck that you can do next is spend a little bit more time on somehow doing outreach. Call it whatever you want, right? Yeah, Advertising yeah, Advertising yeah. Yeah, yeah. for that video. Because right now you've done, you know, you've yeah, done like exactly. the whole work, all the work, yeah, no, the hours so and hours true. and hours of preparation so and everything to record a, a remarkable, like professional video and then you know putting a single tweet out there is yeah. kind of like like a like a shy raise of the hand you know hey yeah have something yep. here it's, it's no a hundred percent dude a hundred percent so yeah that's a good point I don't know. but you like, can see what i mean when i say it's like part of the personality and part of like there's for sure the humility thing too it's like i don't want to annoy people but again this is we know all this stuff intellectually right it's not annoying if someone shares something or i see someone talking about the same thing in three different ways that i like you know and right. i can unfollow people so it's just yeah. getting out of my head with that stuff and uh yeah i think the answer here is going to be to experiment to try new things to take steps see what works and just i think part of that is the more the more difficult process of disconnecting myself and like i don't know if it's an ego thing or just thinking i know you know whatever it is it's not about me and the answer is not in my head. So the answer, the next step is to test and experiment and to see what resonates and works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. That was helpful awesome. to talk through. Yeah. Kind of rehash great, it. Yeah. A great really chat. Yeah. I, uh, maybe if we're on the mics next week, we can talk about this fantastic podcast episode that I just listened to. Um, it's Cal Newport on the Sam Harris podcast. Cal Newport wrote uh, deep work. Yeah. 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 And the podcast is about Sam Harris leaving Twitter for a variety of reasons. Like the first half is kind of about that. But the last half of the podcast, they talk about kind of Cal's current area of research, which is oh, interesting. Uh, not it's called um, it's related to the deep work stuff, but it's really fascinating. And it has to do with distractions, mm. being on things yeah. like Twitter. But then he says some really interesting comments at the end about scheduled work that sound a lot like the shape up stuff. He talks about how like we've with things like email and Slack, we've created an environment where we have to respond to unscheduled messages. And mm -hmm. that's like the that's like the core of the problem. So 
if you're trying to get work done, you're working on a project, you're going back and forth with someone, but you don't have a time set for it or it relies on that, then you have to check your email. You have to check Slack because there's right. unscheduled messages that could be blocking someone. Um, and so they talk about that and it's just pretty fascinating to hear his critique about that, some solutions for that and how he works. So I'd like to talk about that because I might want to use some of those techniques soon. I kind of was trying to do it today and I felt like it was really good actually. Um, batching and, and office hours and things like that. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty interesting. That'd be awesome. Why don't we put a, a link in the show notes and then I'll try to listen to it as well and we can chat about it. Cool. Sweet, man. All right, man. Hey, great episode. Nice to be back chatting with you, bud. Yeah, same here, man. It's uh, it's good to hear your voice. And uh, yeah, I hope we can do this next week. Let's do it, hopefully. And if not, that'll we'll, it'll be good. It'll be a, for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> a new little life in the world. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, it'll be great. It's awesome. All right, man. Okay. Good All chatting, right. dude. You too. Have a good weekend. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. All right. See ya.